Hi family, it's Vui again, and I just want to say thank you for listening in. Thank you for joining me in this process. And thank you for trusting me with your time. Today we're pressing in yet again, and we're trusting God more than ever. Stay tuned. Family, I just wanted to remind you today that you don't have to force what's for you. Many of you have dreams of, you know, one day being someone significant, doing something of significance, uh, and being, being at a particular pedestal in your life. But don't, don't ever feel compelled to have to make it happen. Yes, you do have to work. It does require a lot of sacrifice to be all who you've been called to be. But you don't have to force it. You don't have to compromise on certain values. You don't have to give up your peace. And most especially, you don't have to have a restless spirit in this process. Look, during the lockdown period, as we're all trying to cope Many will be told to take this period to be on top of everything, to be sharper than ever, to be more brilliant, pick up new hobbies, write new books. And yes, it is an opportunity to do that. If you haven't had the time before, it can definitely be an awakening where you can really press into what you need to do. But for those who have been burnt out and have been laboring day in and day out, This is also a period in which you can rest. Center yourself. Relax your spirit. You know, God's promises are true for your life. And you don't ever have to force things to happen. Because God, God is working on it. Whether you're sleeping, whether you're working, whether you're on Netflix. Don't get me wrong, laziness and inaction can invalidate what God is doing. But if you're moved by faith and not fear, faith, then you're able to take rest in His presence, that you don't have to force it. You don't have to force people to like you. You don't have to force your content to be out there and marketed. You don't don't have to break yourself for what is for you. What is for you is equally looking and finding its way to you as you are to it. Meaning the same pedestal that you're pushing towards and trying to push people out your way for, that pedestal is pushing people out the way for you. So what does that mean? You can rest in that promise that you are going to make it, that there are divine connections ready, waiting for you. And I draw a lot of inspiration from the book of Habakkuk. And Habakkuk, you could, you could read in a sitting. It's only three chapters. But I'll read, or I'll just pull apart three passages from it. In Habakkuk 1 verse 5, God tells Habakkuk that I'm working on a plan so great that even if I told you, you wouldn't believe it. 
that's and and mind you that is coming over the back of Habakkuk having asked God and pleaded with God what what are you doing I, how are you going to save me and my people from this period of injustice of pain and of, and of suffering and God said even if I told you you would not believe me then God goes on in Habakkuk 2 verse 2 to 3 he, where he tells Habakkuk look this vision of deliverance write it down that whoever can see it will run but more so he's saying write it down so that you know if this vision seems slow in coming don't lose heart there's an appointed time so god pre has predestined your deliverance at a particular time place season in your life where the tipping point will happen it and 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 having known that it means that you don't have to make it happen you don't have to make your recoming your reup happen you don't have to make your transformation happen it it happens at an appointed time and that's why god even says right after saying that habakkuk must write it down at habakkuk 2 verse 4 where he says the just will live by faith we will trust in god's promise for our life we won't be swayed moved we won't be driven by fear to have to force and compel things to happen god has already engineered things to your advantage you don't have to force it and lastly you know habakkuk in verse uh, in chapter 3 verse 17 to 19 at the end of his lamentation he says that okay god even if walls are crumbling around me even if i'm not rescued from poverty and there is no food i'll i will still have joy in my heart i'll rejoice in the lord of my salvation he will make my feet like a deer's feet habakkuk at the end of this his retort and his dialogue with god asking god god deliver me now as you have in the past god why are you sending deliverance in such uh, atrocious and gruesome ways having gone through that frustration which i know i can relate to habakkuk chooses faith over fear and he rests in the peace that faith brings you faith brings you to such a central understanding of god's promise the trust of god's promise over your life that you can't even entertain anxiety you don't even feel compelled anymore to force things to happen things are working out for you and trust and believe that this really is your breakthrough season it really is your breakout season god has always engineered the worst circumstances and environments to produce the best breakthroughs and deliverances we're at a point in our lives right now in the season where all we have right now is god we can't look to the left or to the right if you look to the right there's a public health crisis to the left the economy is contracting people are are, are scared about you know their jobs about how they'll make it through the season we've been brought to our knees 
in that the only thing that can really deliver us and grant us that peace of mind is our faith and trust in God being a deliverer, being the one who said that his plans for us are to prosper us, are to give us a future and a hope. So let's rest in that, in that trust and that understanding, family, that God is working such an incredible strategy. He's a master strategist. And that he's positioning things as ugly as they look. But he's positioning them for our advantage. And we will overcome this season. We all are coming out better and brighter and stronger. We're coming out being everything that God has called us to be. Knowing that we never had to force it. We only had to trust him. And with that, I think we should pray. Father God, we want to thank you for being so much bigger than us that your ways are so much bigger than our ways and that your strategy is beyond our understanding. We have been brought to a point where all we can do is trust you. Day by day, as we're all trying to figure out how we're going to get through the season, we are drawing our strength from you. God, we have nothing else but you. We thank you that we have not been consumed by crisis. And that your promises are revealing themselves to be true. Those who may not see it now will eventually come into the realization that you're working all things together for our good. Father, we praise you and we thank you in advance for all that you're doing. And we do declare your victory over all our problems. In Jesus' name, amen.